Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello, Jose. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> we got a little rain. Yay. Yay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fascinating what the little things that you find <laughs> so amusing. Yeah. But I, I like to take pleasure in the little things. I yeah. really do. Um, so today, hot topic, <laughs> dangerous ground, but I think we'll navigate it just fine. But, you know, we got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So we we deal in relationships here and all different kinds. And this particular one, we wanted to talk about office relationships or workplace relationships. I shouldn't say office, right? Because I, <laughs> I'm assuming in like other like manufacturing and things like that. I'm sure things happen out in the warehouses too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So workplace romances. Yeah. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I feel like most people will be able to relate. Um, I think a lot of people <laughs> will be able to relate. So yeah. like, what's your seatbelt on? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. So, so, you know, before we get started or go into deep, I made some notes, obviously, in what we're going to talk about. And in addition to that, I also kind of pulled some things from the Internet, a couple of surveys and statistics. And there is like they did do the scientific thing of like they had X amount of people and mm-hmm. then they bumped it up against a whole bunch of stuff. But anyways, we're not going to do verbatim, but some of the things kind of already mirrored what I already knew. Mm-hmm. Right. So first of all, it turns out that like more than half of of people have workplace relationships. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we have online dating, but as an adult, like, when you're done with school and stuff like that, like, where you don't really meet people organically anymore. And so, like, honestly, your work people, you're going to be around them the most, yes. most likely. Mm-hmm. So, like, where do you, if you don't want to do online dating, I guess, you're probably going to date someone from work. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's actually an interesting point, right? So they're... Uh, when they did the statistic and when they came up with these figures, they said just exactly that. It's the people that you interact with the most. Mm. Here's what's more interesting, too. And part of in that research, they were looking at it. And it turns out just being around somebody makes you more attracted to them. Hmm. So in other words, uh, where let's say when you first initially meet one of your coworkers, let's just say that you thought, eh. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's cool. But then if you spend a significant amount of time day in and day out, you know, hours and hours and hours build up, that person becomes, it, maybe attraction might not be the word, mm. but you do start to prefer that person versus other whatever, right? Because there's something that happens just being around them mm. makes them more, which I, I kind of, I'm kind of thinking like maybe actors, is maybe the equivalent. Oh, yeah, you see a lot of people that start dating after a movie. <laughs> well, well, you think about it, right? Like, let's say somebody's on a TV show and you mm-hmm. see them day in and day out, or not day in, and, but like every week, uh-huh. they probably become more attractive after a while because you're just like used to oh, seeing them Oh, I was thinking the about time. the actual actors. Well, no, yeah, with the actors, right, they become more attractive because you see them all the time. So no, they I'm talking about two actors who are doing a movie together oh, that because you're working oh, with them, I see what you're saying. Yeah. then they, after yeah. the movie comes out, they're like, yay, we're in yeah. a relationship now. No, you know that happens a lot on the Spider-Man movies? Oh. Like each one of the Spider-Man movies, whether it's Tobey Maguire uh-huh. and I believe it was Kirsten Dunst, uh-huh. they either just started dating after the movie or yeah. during the movie. It happens a lot. Yeah. And then uh, James, I don't know, what's his name? Garfield. I can't remember what his first name is. But the other Spider-Man, 
he started dating, uh, I think it's Emma Stone, I think, is the actress that played Mary Jane. Anyways, they started dating there after. Mm-hmm. And even the new one, um, the new Spider-Man guy was dating the girl from Euphoria. I can't remember her name. Was she was um, was she on there, on the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe so, it's a Spider-Man curse, but like I, a good thing. <laughs> that seems to work out. But there's a lot of different factors in that. A- Again, you're seeing them day in and day out. Zendaya, that's her name. Yeah, I just remember Zendaya. Okay, and I think his name is something uh, Holland. Yeah, something Holland. Yeah, he's super cute. Okay, I really, <laughs> I really like that guy. It's because he's Spider Man. No, because, <laughs> no, he is actually yeah. a good looking kid. Um, but nevertheless, you see them every day. So let's say you work with them, and let's say they're really genuinely nice people. Mm. They become even more attractive. So you, you start to develop things for them. Yeah. So I can kind of see that. And in addition to that. Here's the other factor is that you spend so much time at work. So like if you have a partner and that partner doesn't uh, do the same thing that you do or even in the same industry, yeah, it could be hard sometimes because you can't, you can talk to them about it, but yeah. they're not really going to get it. You know what I mean? Especially all like all the little nuances or yeah, I have parts. an example of that. If you work in corporate America yeah, and you're with someone who doesn't and has never yeah. they'll never understand there understand. is a culture potlucks with, what is a potluck <laughs> yeah like it's so different there's no way you can explain corporate america not even just the people but like how it works you yeah. know promotions and all like you can't explain yeah. that to someone who doesn't the politics that are involved exactly in that. Like, oh, they're like what do you mean you just don't don't see that person or whatever it's like no dude it's not like yeah. that like and you know they used to always give me crap about it because i was one of the first ones to have um like an office gig uh-huh. You know, instead of manufacturing and these you just sit there all day long and I'm like <laughs> no I don't I used to defend it quite I was like no I do other stuff blah blah but then now I'm like yeah I kind of do you know I had that one time <laughs> one time I was working at a loan company and I had a customer come in and I was drinking like a energy drink it was like a Red Bull or something Oof. and the the guy was like why are you drinking a, an energy drink you just sit there all day you don't even have a laborious job and I was like shut up well, <laughs> Like, but I remember that I was like, it's really rude, but I was just like, he, I, I assuming that he had like a labor job. Right. But yeah. he comes in there and it's like, here's this girl sitting in a chair all day. Why do you need an energy drink? Cause I got to wake up. Yeah. Man. This is boring. It was last night I went out, we were partying <laughs> and you just have no idea. I can't just fall asleep here. I got to stay awake. <laughs> At least you're out there walking yeah. around and doing stuff. Fool. No, but no, absolutely. And, and, but I will say this much, um, cause I've had both, right. Um, I know we're not talking about work, it's uh, work <laughs> relations, but, but, um, I feel more, more drained doing something where I have to like constantly be thinking about stuff yeah. versus the, being out and about. Like you have to, th- I'm not saying that when you're in manufacturing, you're not thinking, Yeah. but I'm just saying like. You're saying mentally, mentally tired is, is greater for you than being physically tired. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean the physical, I mean, it's always nice. You feel fulfilled. But at the end of the day, here's the part about you know, when you work in an office, it's hard to turn off your brain. Yeah. Because then you're because like if you're a manufacturer or you know if you're building a house or you're a carpenter or whatever, mm-hmm. like you can think about it, but there's nothing you can do until you get back. But nowadays, you just have to log back on and like <laughs> you know you, it's 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 hard. It's I forgot hard. to send that email. Right. Let me log exactly. back on. It's like midnight. And and the thing about it is too, even if because you have that common bond, so a you're spending a significant amount of time together, mm. and then b you have that common bond that you're you both are in the same industry and you can relate. You know and all understand. the same people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's. 
it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard because that bond starts to form whether yeah. you like it or not. But therein lies the the problem where you're at work. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just like in high school, yeah. <laughs> you can't get away from. Yeah, you can't get be caught there. behind the bleachers. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, in the office, in the copy room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be awkward, yeah. which which probably is, I mean, I don't know, like office parties. A oh, lot yeah. of oh. things happen at office parties for yeah. that reason. Because The next day after a party is like the best day to go to work. You're like, <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's not. Yeah, because you get all the tea. You hear every, oh, oh well, Randy over there. Well, as long there. as you weren't involved in anything, yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. But if you drank a little too much yeah. and you couldn't hold your tongue or you couldn't control yourself. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who didn't do anything wrong or who weren't there. And they're hearing about it the next day. <laughs> they don't need to hear about it. You either were there or you don't hear about it. But no, I absolutely. It's 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 tough. And and with that, right? So here's the other thing and I don't even know this myself, but most people don't know their company policy on relationships. Mm. Um so <laughs> that's the other. I don't know that people research that and I'm assuming there's something in every handbook and every code yeah. of conduct, I'm assuming. I just don't know to what extent they they go into like what you can and cannot do. Yeah, I've never looked that up, but in my moral compass, I would feel like anyone that you're reporting to, you probably shouldn't date that person. Well, it's but other than that, I mean, if I'm not like, you know, looking at their work or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, <clears throat> And here's the other thing too, right? And this is not a part of any statistic or anything like that, but I just kind of kind of started thinking about it and was like, um, the other thing is even just flirting with somebody. Mm. So you can't help it, right? Like a, a very innocent, nice compliment uh-huh. can easily... Turn into an HR problem? Well, it could. It could actually. <laughs> that could actually happen, but it also could also start going over the border of flirting, mm. right? And so, I don't know, in this day and age, it's, 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 it's rough, right? And I'm not talking about like, like a, like a weird, sick. Yeah, innocent <laughs> flirting. It's right, sweet right, and right, cute right. and it's fine. Right. I mean. And I think that only comes with, especially if you're familiar with the person, yeah. right? But there, therein lies the problem is that you're making that, um, you're crossing that line into yeah. a flirtatious thing. It's hard sometimes because you're working with them every day. I know, but let me tell for the guys out there, if you don't interact with that person, the woman very much, and then all of a sudden you start to flirt with her, we typically will see that as creepy. It's not creepy if, you know, I'm working next to you or we working together. But yeah, if it's just some weird dude in the copy room. It's constantly stalking you and going up to your (laughs) desk. (laughs) What I mean just that, I mean just like someone, you know, I don't know, that maybe you just never really interacted with. And then I don't know, it just seems creepy. but that that happens too, I'm sure. Yeah. Where um let's say you maybe don't have anything like you uh work wise, you don't really work in the same right, area. department or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. but somehow that person gets a little more friendlier and comes to see you at your desk even though they have no reason yeah. to come see you. Well, that at happens. Your de- <laughs> yeah. I think when that happens, I think it's that's usually the first, because why would you hang yeah. out over here? That's true. On this side, yeah. now again, you know, if 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 you have mutual friends, maybe perhaps, but um, 
Yeah, it's those guys that <laughs> figure out. Like, you don't even work on this floor. What are you doing over here? <laughs> and, then, you know, honestly, sometimes they think of they think of new things just to bug you uh, because instant messenger is a thing and stuff. So, oh, yeah. like, they'll just, they'll think of anything like, oh, man, it's crazy weather, the rain, right? Or they're like, what if they, like, make up something, like, that they need to ask you work-related, but it's, like, the, to get your foot in there, that, you know what I mean? Like, that happens, too. I'm like, not hey, going to lie, i Like, hey, do you work with this before. system? And you're like, no, who are you? <laughs> like. <laughs> but let's just let's just kind of play that along right so then and let's just say for the sake of this particular analogy right you're both single adults right mm-hmm. not married or in committed relationships mm-hmm. let's just put that out there okay. because, because we're going to dive into all the other ones <laughs> yeah. that, that goes along with that but <clears throat> let's say again you're single you're you know uncommitted whatever and you're you see the other person and you're like okay sure Right. Like the person's right. cute. You know, let's, say, let's say it's me. Right. And I'm like, OK, she's cute. I I, I can feel her flirting with me. Mm-hmm. And like she finally asked me out on Friday night. Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, nothing. It's like, hey, let's go have drinks or let's go happy hour. A group. Right. Uh-huh. Which don't get me wrong. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I understand that sometimes that will happen. And it's a genuine invitation just because maybe they're that you look like you. You're just by yourself, right? Maybe mm-hmm. they do want to enjoy your company as a group. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily mean that she wants to get with you. Yeah, she like may that. just want be like, oh, he looks cool. Maybe he, you know, right. would like to go. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's say she starts asking about like aside from happy hour and it's mm-hmm. like a Saturday or she wants to do something or something. Like there are certain signs that eventually like, oh, okay, maybe maybe she's interested in being more than just a friend or whatever, yeah. right? You have to gauge it. Right. But let's just say you follow along and then all of a sudden, so... Now you kind of almost, and I don't know if everybody kind of thinks of it in these terms, but do you think, okay, is this going to be a fling or, Mm. because there has to be, whether you're the dude or the girl, you have to think it somewhat through, right? Like, okay, maybe we're just having fun or whatever, Mm. but it is going to have implications because I work with this person. You think people think of that right away? Because I disagree. You don't think they think about it? (laughs) Not not immediately. Oh. Maybe later, but immediately. Later, later. Yeah, later, later. <laughs> later, later. But in the beginning, it's you're just oh attracted, goodness. and you don't really see anything else. Oh man! So they don't. <laughs> so 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 the way my mind works, right? Okay. I I go. I try to go down different avenues of what possibility <laughs> how this can end. Uh-huh. It could either end in us being married and walking down the aisle, <laughs> or it could end where I'm just I quit because yeah. I don't want. I don't want to see this person anymore and I have to quit my job. Mm. But you're saying not everybody goes through that? I don't think everybody initially thinks of that. Like oh, if I, man. you know, saw an attractive guy and I started flirting with him or whatever, I may not be thinking about the long term. Like what's the effects if this doesn't? Because I will admit I have been in several work relationships. <laughs> <laughs> like it happens. So for me personally. Ooh, workplace. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I don't really think of that initially. Right, if I right. go out with them and it turns out I actually do really like them outside of work, then mm. maybe I'll be like, okay, now I need to figure out what I need to do. But initially, like, hey, man, like, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. Oh, come on. We're going out to for happy hour. Mm. Like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Oof. I don't know. I mean, so initially, right, but uh, let me ask you this or let me come at it from this angle. Do you take into consideration whether or not he's a peer a subordinate or somebody that you report to? I probably wouldn't date someone who was my superior at this age. What, direct direct <laughs> report or like even above that? 
because there's different layers in the hierarchy, right? Yeah, but I mean, if it's, let's say it's someone in a completely different department, we never cross paths, anything like that work-wise, yeah. Yeah. maybe I would think that would be okay. Yeah. But directly, no. I mean, when I was really young, like my mm. very first mm. job, mm. I did date my boss. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but I mean, as a as a mature person, no, I don't. How did that work out? How did that, well, let, yeah, how did that work out? Did well, he ask you out? Did you ask him out? Or I how think did it that was, develop? I don't remember exactly. Exactly, but I think it was just the same thing. What you're talking about is just kind of one day you just start flirting a little bit. I mean, he was really young to be a manager, mm. so like he wasn't like that far off from my age. Mm. So let's say I don't remember, but let's say I was 17 and he was 19 or something. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. Um, he and so yeah, I mean, like it was really weird because it's like I don't know if anyone knew there, but it was like you go into work. And then, like, I don't know, it's a weird feeling to be dating your boss. Yeah, that's that's one of the statistics or one of the other things that came out of that research is that most people, when they're in office relationships, will keep it a secret. Oh, for sure. Don't understand that. What do you mean? Don't understand that. Why do you want to keep it a secret? Because, well, okay, mm. I will speak for myself. So Speak for yourself. <laughs> One time, don't speak for me, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> One time, yeah. I did have a relationship with someone that I work with, and we kept it a secret. Well, when it was a really small office, and so I don't know, I just felt like maybe it would cause some weird things because it's so small. Like if you worked in a you know building that had you know, with thousand workers. Yeah, maybe it won't be so much, but it was really small, and we kept it a secret. We even had code names. So that way I could talk about him to other people in the office like, oh, yeah, me and, you know, whoever. Mm. But it wasn't really his name. But one funny thing with that, with this person, is that since nobody knew we were together, other men would talk to him about me. Mm. And he was he couldn't say anything. Right. So he'd be like. it's all secret. Yeah. He's like, you're talking about my girl. But like that to me was kind of funny because it's like. <laughs> that is, you know. And we've had this conversation about other things. I don't know what it is about a secret that makes a relationship hotter. I personally don't particularly care for it. But I don't, well, I haven't kept it a secret because I thought it was taboo. It was just more of like a work thing of like, I don't want to get it complicated, messy for work. So right. it wasn't like, but ooh, it's our a, little secret. There is a, because uh, I've done that too. Uh -huh. And... Yeah, I, again, even I don't, and I did it, right? But part of it was being a secret made it a little bit hotter. I mean, I can see the appeal, <laughs> like, absolutely. It's like nobody else knows it's just yeah. it's just us, right? Now, again, if you're both in, not in committed relationships yes. or married, it's fun. Yeah. It's super fun. To your point, like, it's fun because the other person can hear what yeah. other people think about you. But especially if you keep it hidden well enough well it's like know. you're a little it's like even a joke too so like for that person if you know the girl sitting next to me said oh would you do this weekend and i would say like oh me and john went over here and i would say you know something about it but he's an earshot right so it's right. like you can hear it and it's like a cute thing because it's like he knows i'm talking about him mm. you know what i mean right so you're right if you're both you know single and what I, like it's really cute and fun and i can see the appeal did you guys ever tell anybody? No. You just kept it a secret yeah. throughout the end. So did it, I'm, I'm assuming it eventually ended. Well, we both left the company at some oh. point. So it was like. Well, that's what, is that what ended the relationship or was it? Oh, no. 
So were no, you we ended were, it while you were together, while you were still working? No, we had already left the company. So we were dating. He got another job. We're still dating. I got another job. We're still dating. So like we oh, never okay. had to reveal anything because we and were still dating. Because all you had was your job. <laughs> <laughs> This ain't going to work, girl. <laughs> Turns out the only reason I liked you because it was because of work. No, no. You know, I. that's where I met my uh, my wife, right? Mm. We're divorced now. but And I wanted to say my first wife, but that would imply I had a second and I don't. So Maybe but, uh, no, later. Right? Yeah, later on. But right now she's the my ex-wife, let's just call her that. Uh-huh. But that's where I met her. I met her at work. And, um, you know, it wasn't like love at first sight or anything. I know I've talked about it before and it just kind of developed as friendship. And then... Yeah. So for you, when you else. originally started this, you said being around that person, seeing them constantly. So that's what happened for you. You weren't initially, but being around her all that time, getting to know her and that kind of well, stuff. Well, and I will, no, uh, it's slightly different, weirdly enough. So in that case, uh, we were around each other a lot uh, at work anyways, but she, we really didn't interact. I think she worked, uh, she was a receptionist, <laughs> very office-like. She was a receptionist and I was in, I think, customer service and I eventually moved into sales. But we didn't interact very much. Mm. We became friends and started hanging out outside of work. Mm. And it was it was only then that it developed. So yeah. it didn't develop within work because we didn't spend enough time together. Yeah, not work. within those walls. Maybe right. You and did something outside of and work. Initially, and then- I'm sure she didn't find me attractive either, but I didn't find her particularly attractive at the time. I, I mean, I thought she was okay looking. I didn't think she was ugly or anything like that, but... Like there wasn't like, ooh, I want to get with her. It wasn't like like your heart kind of skips a beat nope. when you see that person. Nope, nope. And that was the weird part. Because Which isn't that the best when there's like a new person in the office and they're like, and you're oh like, oh, it's like a new person in school. Well, you're you like, know, oh, you know, he just transferred <laughs> from another town. <laughs> you know, I do like that. It's, um, I don't get that very often anymore. And that's oh. what I, it's what I hate, but I love getting, and I, I will say this nowadays, um, especially my age, usually those women already have somebody, you know, because mm-hmm. they're usually like super cute and this, that, and the other. So it's very <laughs> rare that you find a single woman that, that has all those things. And, and So you would just assume single. that if there was a cute woman that started in at your job, you would just assume she's with someone? Most of the time, yes, because I would say like nine times out of ten they are. Do all guys think like that? Oh, I don't I don't know. But it's disappointing uh-huh. because let's say you, you, you don't know them, you see them, and you're like, oh, my goodness, and then like <laughs> – even if you have a few interactions with them and then you really start liking them more because they have a really nice personality mm. or, you know, they, you like the way they interact, have some of the same common interests. But then as you get to know them more and then she's, let's say, casually talking to you and she's like, yeah, my boyfriend and I went out on the weekend. Mm. And you're like, damn Aww. it. Yeah, because in your heart and you have to like keep smiling. Yeah, you're like, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. No, please stop talking about whatever. Like, oh, I think my phone's ringing. Yeah, gotta like go. I got to I gotta get back on my Zoom call or something. I don't know. But yeah, it breaks your heart right then and there and it mm-hmm. shatters because you have to. And then usually at that point, it's different because you don't, you try not to talk to them anymore because it's like they already have somebody. So mm-hmm. the best you can hope for at that point is that. They'll break up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't. And, and I would say this much. And this is just me. This is This is only me. Whenever I dig somebody, I will let them know as soon as I start having those feelings. I usually mm-hmm. know I'm digging them. And then if they're not receptive and they're like, hey, I don't see you that way, I will bounce. I'm out of there. I'm not in no way. You I'm, won't even pursue a friendship at that point. Nope. 
Nope, I will not torture myself. I've done that way too many times and I don't do that anymore. <laughs> you finally learned. I did learn, no, because I because they lose respect for you anyways. Because in most cases, not all of them, mind you, the woman knows that she's got you. She knows. So that means like it's different. Yeah. And you almost become somewhat of a of a puppy dog. You follow around everywhere she goes, this down. I don't want that relationship. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Now, that's why I say for me, I like I have uh, female friends, but I would just want to be friends with them. And that's why it's easier to do that because there's nothing as far as that goes. But, but yeah, no, no. Uh, uh, uh. If I say <laughs> I, I like you and she says no, I'm out. Is it awkward for you to see them in the office after you've asked them out and been shot down? No, not at all. No, I'm good. I'm good. Because now at that point, we are strictly coworkers. I know, but point. you've made yourself very vulnerable to that person. Yeah. And then now you have to see them. I could see why some people, if I had asked a guy out at my job and he said, no, I'm sorry, I don't see you in that way. I'd be a little embarrassed to see him afterwards. Oh, no, no, I don't feel embarrassed at all. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't, Good for you. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. And, and I know we, we, we've talked about this, right? So I, I tend to sometimes have, I have confidence. I have confidence, quite a bit of confidence, right? But my confidence comes from anger. So it's not that I'm full of myself and think, oh, I'm the best thing that ever lived. Mm. That's not where my confidence, my confidence comes from. I just get angry when people either underestimate me or tell me I can't do something. So that's when, that's when I get upset. So if a girl says, I'm sorry, I just don't see you in that way, that would make you angry? Mm -hmm. And I would, I would, I would do my best to, and this is weird, to better myself in any which way, form or manner to show her what she missed out on. I wouldn't directly tell her that and I wouldn't go directly and be like, oh, you missed out on that. I wouldn't do that. What I would do is from there on in, it would probably drive me to want to lose weight, to dress better. But it's better, not to, her underestimating you. Some people you just are not attracted to. No, no, I get that. Why would you look that, at it as such an insult? It, but it, it, that's how you, because everybody, to that point, you, you would be embarrassed. But why would you be embarrassed? Because I made myself vulnerable, but I wouldn't be like, I'm going to show you. Yeah, but that's not, I wouldn't, but it's it's different. So you handle it different where you might be embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed. I get angry and be like, okay, I'm going to show you what you missed out on. Because (laughs) I know it's, it's weird. Everybody handles rejection differently. And I just, what I'm saying, I don't get embarrassed. If anything, I'm like, okay, I'm going to show you just how great a guy I am. Like, again, I'm not going to like go put it in your face, Mm. but what I have found, and this is interesting is that when you, when you're with, uh, let's say you make yourself vulnerable to a woman, and you're like, hey, I like you, and she's like, no, I don't, I don't see you that way. Cool. Then I usually tell them, well, I can't. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to be your friend. So, like, you know, we're still cool and everything, but like, I can't do that. What's interesting is then, as soon as other women start seeing you in that light, they tend to get jealous. They tend to get a lot of jealous. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, that's the way that's the way it is. Why would they feel like they have ownership over you for any reason? I I couldn't tell you. Mm. I couldn't tell you why they cared one way or the other. But it just so happens that that's what I'm saying. For me, it's like, well, wait a minute. You're right. You didn't want me. So why do you care who I'm hanging out with? <laughs> hey, Jose, I don't think you should be hanging out with her because she's this. And I was like, why do you care? Maybe it's like a selfish thing of they want you to be infatuated with them only and because it, it makes them feel good and maybe they don't like... You had your chance, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what to tell you either, but that's that's the interesting phenomenon. It's almost like they 
I don't know. And, and again, I can't explain it. I can only give you a hypothesis of what I think it is, right? Mm. So the best I can uh, attain is that when sometimes you're vulnerable, they feel like, oh, I got you. Mm. And once they feel that they got you, so to speak, then at that point, they almost kind of lose respect for you. Don't really want to like whatever, because it's like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'm not worried. about Like I'm on to the next conquest. The moment that you say, okay, great, I'm going to move on from you, mm. all of a sudden they're like, hmm, I did kind of like him. I mean, <laughs> he was kind of cute or maybe I do this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, why? You had your chance. That's yeah. why it's weird sometimes when you uh, – but, I, you know, I, me personally, I don't have game. I don't have time for game. So if I like you, I'm going to tell you. And yeah. if you don't like me, then I got to move on, right? Because – and again, if we're friends, then we're friends, we'll just leave it at that. But I will not – and I repeat, I will <laughs> not torture myself by liking somebody that does not like me. That is that is that is one of the worst pains that you can inflict on yourself. Would you ask out your subordinate if you were attracted to her? No. Or is that okay. So that's off limits for you. Yes. Yeah. Because that's just that's just now now she's writing your reviews at the end of the year. <laughs> now if she if she asked me out, I, I guess I would have to I don't know. I, I would think about it, but in general it's probably not a good idea. In general, I would feel like if my male boss asked me out, I would look at him like, how inappropriate are you that you would do that? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But is it? That's what I'm saying. That's that's that's, that's the line right there. That's the line right there. I think so. When you have subordinates, you have to be very careful because you have subordinates. Right mm. now. That said, you're both adults, but I think. No matter which way it goes, the optics of it of a of a of a, a direct trying to ask a subordinate out, yeah. the optics of it look horrible. Even yeah. if they both really dig each other, it's just not. It's just yeah. a bad look That's all the really way around, bad. all the way around. But obviously, you know the old cliche of the of the executive and the secretary. Yeah, like that happens <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah. and because they get to pick who they hire. So back in the day, what you're referring well, to is back in the day. They would hire beautiful women only to do those kinds of jobs. Maybe, maybe, but I, I would say, and again, I've never had a uh, an assistant or or anything like that. But but I would imagine it's also, I don't know, if they're being taken care of. I know it's their job. Uh -huh. I know it's their job, but I can also understand how, as a human, it still feels good. Yeah, job or otherwise, right? Especially if they go above and beyond and do things outside of the of what the normal tasks are right mm -hmm. then it's kind of like oh that's that's kind of sweet and then <laughs> like you like that like how are you not and this 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 extends out because there's a lot more female executives now too mm -hmm. so that's a thing too so if you're a female executive and you ask one of your male support now it's not as um it doesn't seem to be that big of a taboo right now but but i also don't think it's that common mm, i don't know in my I, I, experience i couldn't tell you I see more of executive whatever it's the male and dating a female subordinate than the other way. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Right, right. But it's not as likely. Yeah, maybe. I feel like women, like to my point, what I just said, how it's really inappropriate. I feel yeah. like most women are probably more like, okay, I can't do this because we're not acting so much on um, a sexual urge, yeah. you know, like a man would. Yeah. So they're only looking at that. Well, and let me ask you this, because this, and, and I've said this in the in previous conversations that we've had. In in general, mm. women tend to date 
either the equals or above. Yeah. And I wonder if that also has something to do with it. Maybe so. Oof. That's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. That's harsh. I mean, but it's, you know, and, and the reason why I say like, if that's human nature, that's human nature. Yeah, I think the majority of women, we do want at least our equal. Men, I don't think, care as much about no, that. No, men but care it's, less. I don't want to say it's, um, I don't know. I just think that women probably would want more of an equal. I think so too. But, yeah. you know, so maybe maybe that's maybe that's one of the reasons mm, maybe that, that happens, right? But, yeah. Write in and let us know if you were a female executive, <laughs> how do you feel about it? Here's the thing, 214 at gmail.com. Right. But, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, and that's with subordinates and, and directs and all that good stuff. But I think peers, they that happens a lot. Mm. Because let's just say going back to that, you know, let's say it turns into a fling. So... You and this person, you guys go out, you do your thing, go back to work. But, you know, there's nothing there like the the pillow talk, let's let's call it, uh -huh. right, which is everything after that yeah. or even before just isn't there. Mm -hmm. They're not very interesting. You're not, but, you know, you're physically attracted to them. So like, okay, here you go, right? And mm -hmm. let's say I'm physically attracted, but I just, there's no real emotional connection that you're having. So then... It could be that that's the relationship that you have for a while, mm. but let's just say that that thing plays itself out and you stop calling each other less and less, start going, stop going over each other's desk. Uh -huh. Now it just is a fling, but yeah. it happened. Yeah. So you still have to navigate your way through that. Yeah. And that's the hard part because, you know, seeing that other person naked. <laughs> <laughs> And so you have to, it's weird, right? So in that sense, I can see why it would be beneficial to keep things secret mm -hmm. because it's just a fling. And if it ends, everybody's no going to know. No one's the wiser. It's fine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. But if everybody knows, everybody's going to know. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. Like even let's say that you do have a relationship and you have, okay. So my scenario earlier, if I had told everybody in the office. Tell everybody. Yeah. Him and this, we're together, right? <laughs> And let's say we did break up in the office. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to know. And then you have that thing where they're going to be coming up to you like, oh, well, he doesn't come over here anymore. Did something happen? Mm. Like, it's just, it, I try to avoid all of that. Mm. So, like, I just don't want to get messy in that. So, in that scenario, let's say if it was a fling, but everybody knew. Right. And then all of a sudden you don't see them talking anymore. And mm. you're like, oh, what happened with you and so-and-so? Then you, you know what I mean? You like, got to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. But back to the original where... Let's say you're dating somebody and you haven't determined whether it's a fling or not. It's just, uh -huh. it's at work. You kept it secret. But you've also, being a girl or being a woman, you notice that other women are throwing themselves at him. Okay. You can't um, visibly be jealous. You can't. Right. You can be jealous. But if you go up there like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> You've been up here for 10 minutes and I don't know what y'all talking about, but you need to get back to desk. <laughs> Young lady, I don't need you yeah. talking to my that man. That would be hard like for me to have to see that and not and can't feel any type of way at, you like, can, out loud. You just, yeah, you yeah. just can't show it. Yeah, You would have to... Uh, like control yourself and control yeah. your emotion. Now you can let them have it afterwards. Or even like, let's say that you like someone, but you guys aren't dating. You're, you can still be jealous right. if you see that, but you can't be mad at that person because you're not in a relationship. So it's just like, but well, it still makes yeah. you mad if you like this guy and there's a bunch of women flocking around him all yeah. the time. Like, 
Well, let's just say that you are just dating, right? You haven't, um, you haven't had that conversation about ex- exclusivity, uh-huh. right? Technically, he can date other women in there too. Or let's make things even worse. Let's say you're talking to one of your female coworkers, and she's like, "Oh yeah, me and so and so hooked up," and you'd be like. <sighs> Wow. Yeah, and it's the same guy. And then you're like, uh-oh, mm. uh-oh. I know I would not be able to hide my face at that point because <laughs> I know me. You're starting to get red now. Look at that. I, I would immediately go red. I'm like, mm. Right? But yeah. you, can, you really can't feel us. And, and that's another reason why office relationships aren't good because I know sometimes uh, a guy can do that, right? He, yeah. he probably would date two or three different women yeah. within the office. Yeah, if you did have a relationship and let's say that you broke up and let's say it was even a really bad breakup and mm-hmm. then now they start dating someone else in there and you have to see that. Oh, and hear horrible. about it too. Oh, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And then people you know, that want to stir the pot would even go up to you and be like, oh, did you see? Even though they know mm-hmm. that you know, it's like you're just being messy at that oh, point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, well, he's dating, you know, I mean, but yeah, that's got to be really hard. It's got to be tough. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I don't think I've been in that scenario before, but that, that would make me want to quit. <laughs> and well, for sure, because I think, and here's, and I don't know what it's like now. Again, it's, you know, but sometimes the, it's a double standard, mm. right? A guy that does that in the office, he'll be looked at a certain kind of way by both men and women. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he becomes more, he comes off as more studly perhaps. Yeah. He's getting a lot of high fives all yeah, of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. And even, even I would say, and, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think even women somehow are like, well, there's, there's this weird thing with, um, and I don't know, if, I'm trying to think if there's an equivalent for men and there is, but, but there's this weird thing with women sometimes where if one woman is dating the guy, all of a sudden it makes him more valuable than a single guy. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because, well, they think, well, if, if she's dating him, he must be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's like, something about that guy. Yeah, he he becomes more attractive when he is with somebody versus when he is single. I don't, and not in all cases. Yeah, but I think in some cases, especially like let's say there's one guy and he's dated two two women in the office, mm. and you've heard about it. I don't know if that just makes it more appealing because they're like, okay, what does he have that? Because obviously these two <laughs> fell for him and like there's something, I don't know if his value goes up or what, but. For me, I think the value would go down because once you go past dating one person in the office, then you feel like it's going to be a trend kind of thing. You know it what I mean? It could be. But so that's like not if, gonna... I, if I saw someone that was attractive and I found out that he had dated three other women in the same department or whatever, I think that would deter me. But if he's, if he's good looking, you wouldn't you make that assumption anyways? Right. Because if you're out in a club or wherever you meet people, I don't know, a grocery store, library, I don't know, wherever people hang out. <laughs> uh, did anybody go to the library anymore? Because you can Google everything. But I, don't know, I think they demolished our library. No, over here. <laughs> they still have it. Franklin said we have to have libraries forever. It's one of those socialist programs. But uh, <laughs> but but um, if you're if you're going to date a good looking guy, wouldn't it go to reason that everybody thinks he's good looking? So he probably is going to have. Yeah, Quite but he's few. just, but I'm just saying he's just going through all of his options at the office. He's just boom, boom, boom. Here's the next one. Like it, it would deter me. It just feels like it's just a pattern. It's like, well, here's your hunting ground. Here's all these women to choose from. And you're just going through them all. But wouldn't they be just more intriguing? 
not for me. Okay. I, I get I get why people would say what you're feeling, yeah. but like for me, no. Yeah. I don't really I don't know. I don't <laughs> think that I would now date someone that I knew dated someone else in my job. Like I wouldn't, even if it was just one other person, I don't want to get, I don't want to be messy. I don't want any. It's not about being messy, but I would imagine because of the statistics, 50% of them are already, chances are if somebody's, I mean, it's, it's hard, right? Obviously if they're good looking people, you can't stop thinking they're good looking when they go into the office. They're good looking as they're good looking. That's, you know what I mean? Or if you're attracted, let's put it that way. Not good looking because that's subjective. But, but if you find somebody attractive, you find them attractive regardless of whether or not. Now, I know, but I can still find them attractive and not date them or not pursue them. You can. You can, but, you know. I'm only speaking for me. Yeah, I know I get it, yeah. but I just, it just feels messy already on top of trying to date someone at work. It's already messy. And now you're going to complicate it even more by we all sit in the same area and mm. you dated her and I don't know what happened, but now I just, mm. this is too the much. The potlucks would be a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I put be, a laxative in this pot. Look, yeah, you all going I'll be eating her deviled eggs and her <laughs> cookies over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, I get I get why some women be like, oh, well, but no, I don't, that would yeah. deter me. So the, the next thing I kind of wanted to dive into is along the same lines, only um, there's statistics out there and there's a high number of... Um, in this day and age, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's inevitable. But I think... It's happened throughout years, but affairs. Mm. Affairs happen quite a bit in the workplace. Yeah. Right? Married people, you know, messing around. <laughs> <laughs> now, for all the same reasons that we talked about earlier, why people have these, right? So they're attracted because they're they work together, maybe at home, the, they're having problems at home, they go to work, they work together, they're kind to one another. You almost have to be nice to one another at work, right? It helps yeah. than, than trying to be crappy to one another. So then the affair starts up. I think those, when those come to light, those can be super messy. Now that is what I would call messy. Mm. Dating around, I mean, yeah, it's it's frowned upon. But if, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're both single... Yeah. Again, it's frowned upon because you're at the end of the day, you're adults. Yeah. You're both adults. You're not committed to anybody. I just more like I don't want to bring drama to my workplace. That's more of what I mean. Yeah. It, yeah. But, and again, I don't know where people meet each other <laughs> in the libraries <laughs> or grocery stores, but it's hard to, to meet people. No. And it's even harder for, you know, because guys get rejected quite a bit. That sometimes takes a toll on you. That's no different than school. You're going to be dating your school, people you go to school with because that's who you see every day. And that's like what you're around. So work is no different. It's just a grown up. I date a girl from uh, another school. (laughs) You haven't met her. Yeah. (laughs) Deborah Glass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's super cute. She used to be a supermodel and stuff. Be like, here's a picture. Be like, why does it look like one of those pictures that comes with the frame? Oh, well, she was at a photo shoot. Yeah, it's all right. Um, It's it's part of the work. It's no different. It's just a grown up school. So, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it happens. Now, I remember being, um, because sometimes uh, I was I, I was at work, and there was a guy, and there was another lady. It was actually a couple of times, but this one in particular. We worked in the office, and he was, you know, he was a good-looking guy. He worked out. He had muscles. He, he was, like, engaged or married. And his wife was um, blonde, mm-hmm. beautiful, all that good stuff. And one day, and I don't know why, 
me and him just started chatting up and he just started telling me, I don't know what about my face makes people <laughs> tell me stuff, but he just started telling me stuff. He goes on to tell me that he's having an affair with another a supervisor there at work. Uh-huh. And that woman was supposed to be like hardcore Christian mm. and conservative and like, like she didn't really play around. She didn't flirt, but mm. for whatever reason, she was giving it up to this guy. Mm. And he was just like, yeah, we stay late and we schedule ourselves late and a late <sighs> shift together. And, and he was just going into just all kinds of detail. Mm. And I couldn't look at it the same way after that. But partly I felt like, I don't know. And even though it wasn't, uh, I had nothing to do with, like, I didn't like her. I was married at the time, so I could care less, right? But but I do remember thinking to myself, she's been lying all this time. Yeah. Like, I felt, I felt not betrayed, but I felt like I can't trust her anymore. Right. Because I thought she was too goody two-shoes and she acted like that. But now all of a sudden I know that that's not the case. Yeah, because you're going to judge her character now. It's like, well, every, if you're lying about this or you're fake about this, then everything you're is You're dirty. <laughs> you're yeah. dirty all the way around. And this is my only thing. I know we're not talking about affairs and whatnot, but I've never understood that about affairs. If you do not like the person that you're with, leave. But then, <laughs> but then we get into that whole thing of, well, it's just a physical thing. I love my spouse, yeah. but I just... and. Yeah, we'll we, have an affairs episode at some point. We have to because that whole yeah. thing, it just drives me nuts and doesn't make any sense to me. I'm old school. You make a commitment, you you stick it through <laughs> or you break it off and yeah. then you move on. And that's the best way to do it. Why you would want to do something. But, but again, and I will say this, what I have learned about affairs was it has to do with the whole secrecy thing mm. that plays a big, big part. Yeah. And I would imagine with her, because whatever persona she wanted everybody to think or yeah. that she was portraying was not her. Or maybe it was, but there's also that evil dark side to her. Yeah. That's why for me, I w- it was like, huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I thought this person, I thought very highly of them. And, and it's hard because, I don't know, I, I get it. Right. She's human, just like everybody else. Again, he was an attractive dude, but he was married too. He didn't care. Obviously, he's probably been doing this forever. But it just, I don't know. There was so many thoughts and obviously I never asked her. Mm. But I started thinking to myself too, like, I wonder if she's like really, really unhappy in her marriage. Because I met her husband and I had like, he seemed like a pretty nice guy and they seemed genuinely in love with one another. Yeah. But all this time... She's been doing all this dirty stuff with this other guy, you know, just like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, I'm trying not to, you know, I know that could be devastating, especially for the guy, but I don't know. I just don't get it. Why, why don't they just break up and they'll get a divorce and then she can do whatever she wants to. I don't know. You know, when me think about too, when you were talking about, like, you looked at her differently, have you ever been in a situation where, let's say that no one's married, they're just fooling around, right? Mm-hmm. And a guy comes to you and tells you very intimate details about someone that you see in the office Mm. and you look at them differently because it's like, I know you maybe like this thing. You know what I mean? Like things that you wouldn't normally know. That's always kind of funny. As an adult, yes. But I remember, (laughs) and this had nothing to do with workplace. This was in high school. I remember there was this one girl and I, and I had a crush on her and, and I don't know why, but in the class, the way it was set up, the, the seats were facing one another. So it was like three rows on each side of the class Mm -hmm. and the chairs were facing each other. So the teacher would walk in between. So when he would lecture, 
but we're still stuck with looking at each other. Right. <laughs> so, 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 but this, but this particular, and she wasn't directly in front of me, so she was like catty corner or uh-huh. whatever. And I saw her, and I just thought she was the most beautiful looking thing. Like she was uh-huh. so cute. She was super cute. She was wonderful. She, had, anyways, and I admired her from afar. I was, I was, I was, you know, very quiet or whatever. But I remember there was this other guy, and he was loud. He was just loud, like everywhere he went, you knew he was in the room because he was going to talk and he was just one of those guys, yeah. borderline uh, um, annoying. Yeah. But I guess if you were at a party, it would have been fun. Yeah. But like, I'm not here for that, right? So anyways, he was loud. And again, I don't know what face I have, but he's some, he, one time we were in shop and he started talking to me. So I'm there trying to put together my project, whatever it is. He starts yapping on and he starts going on. And then eventually he starts talking about that girl. Uh-huh. So I'm just listening, listening. It turns out him and that girl were doing all kinds of nasty stuff together. <laughs> now it's just like, man, what is going on? That was my first introduction of like, sometimes things aren't always what you Did think. Did you like her more or less after you knew? I stopped liking her at that point. Oh. I, I, like, I couldn't see her the same anymore. Yeah. Having him describe the certain things that were going yeah. on in high school is horrible. But it taught I was you a up. lesson not to judge the book by its cover. It's not so much. It's, 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 it's the, I've learned that lesson over and over and over. But I'm a big person. I'm a big, mm, how can I explain it? What you see, for the most part for me, is what you get. Mm. I do have my secrets just like everybody else. I don't know how dark they would be. <laughs> but you're pretty open. For the I most mean, part, for the most part, what you see is what you get. And if yeah. I do something stupid or whatever, I'll usually let you know early on. I mean, if I'm in a relationship with somebody. Mm. But like I was, uh, and we, <laughs> we had talked about this before, I do better when I'm in a relationship. I can control myself a lot better. Mm. Because there's something about when I make a commitment, like I'm in that committed relationship. Even if I'm not 100% happy in it, it doesn't matter. I'm in a relationship. Yeah. So the only way that I'm going to do anything foolish is, well, not even foolish, but the only way that I would pursue anybody else at that point is if I break up with you first. Mm-hmm. Until then, I'm just here loyal and trying to make it work, even though I might not be happy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I mean, for the most part, you see, and I usually treat people the same way. So if you say you're conservative and, you know, that you do a bunch of good stuff and this, that, and the other, I'd take it at face value. Yeah. If that's what you say you are, because I have nothing that tells me otherwise. So because I live my life pretty open. <laughs> you assume everybody? <laughs> I assume everybody does it, right? Yeah. But it turns out it's not. And mm-hmm. I've learned that throughout the years that not everybody are what they seem. Yeah. <laughs> or, or what they portray themselves yeah. as, right? And sometimes you can be misunderstood too yeah that's what i'm saying like for me um i get told i'm a nice guy i'm really not that nice <laughs> i'm really not that nice i mean I'm, I'm i consider myself a decent person but nice i don't i've never considered myself nice not even a little bit well what if when people say it they mean decent but they just choose that word yeah but that's what that's what i'm saying i think um that's the downside of that, right? Because I don't go around telling people I'm nice. If anything, I'm trying to make a point to not have people think. Because there's a certain perception that happens when people call you nice. They look at you at a different way mm-hmm. and they underestimate you. They don't see you as, I don't know, and, and, and maybe I'm, I'm not correctly articulating this, but it's almost like when they see you as a nice guy, they don't see you as a threat. And... 
even though I'm not threatening anybody, you can't discard me like that. Because if you discard me like that, you're going to get yourself in trouble. What about that woman that you were talking about that was really harsh at work and things like that when you were saying she was having an affair, right? What if her putting on this really hard persona is what you just said? What do you mean? That like her trying to be like buckled down, you know, this, the lady that you were talking about that was having an affair with the other guy, yeah. you didn't see her in that way. You didn't know whatever. Right. Because but, she came off as. But she's very, trying to be very, um, you know, in charge or whatever for the thing that you just said. No, she was being very goody two shoes. Like she was like, you know, Hey, I, you know. But uh, what if she feels like she would be judged if she was trying to be who she really was? No, I, I get that. I yeah. get why people why people um, will not, people fear, this is what I've learned too, right? <clears throat> and this is why I say why that, you know, what you see is what you get. Most of my friends, um, most of my good friends, they know how I am. Mm -hmm. They've accepted me with my flaws and all. So I'm okay expressing that because eventually not everybody's going to like me. Mm -hmm. So the people that do like me and are attracted are only going to like me because of what I, I can't put up this act forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if I was pretending, it's going to get old really, really fast. Eventually, it's going to start to seep out like, mm -hmm. oh, no, he's and you've seen I've seen people like that where they're really nice. But then they do something. All of a sudden you're like, whoa, this guy's really a jerk. Yeah. Like, like I've never seen that part of them before. And it's like, yeah, because they're tired of of putting on that act. Mm -hmm. And so it, to me, it's just easier to just. For the as as much as you can be, be yourself. Obviously, mm -hmm. you can't give off all your opinions or whatever little thought that comes into your head. Yeah. But um. But I've never, have never referred to myself as nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've never said I'm a nice guy. But uh, but I've heard people say that about me, and sometimes it's a little. I don't know. I know women sometimes like a little danger and they like a little excitement and this that and the other. And when you say nice. It's got to be just, that doesn't, that wouldn't do it for any woman. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never heard a woman be like, ooh, I'm, he's so nice. I can't be, I can't wait to be with him because he's just so nice. No, that's, I've never heard anybody say that. They usually, he's hot, he's excited, he's got tattoos, tattoos, whatever, whatever. But I never. like a nice guy. No, I'm not saying that they don't, <laughs> but I'm not, if you, but there is a certain danger element. And I'm not saying it has to be like completely, you're not, you know, dating like a, a mafia boss or anything like that. But there's a certain danger element that I think women naturally gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but in my experience. And when somebody calls you nice, it's like, like that's a killer, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a killer. And it, it, it just drives me crazy because they look at you different and they underestimate you and they almost feel like you're, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't know how to explain it. So in the workplace, would you try to still come off as a nice guy or do you even want the workplace to think you have this danger? And when we're no. talking about work relationships, right, right, I'm right. just saying like how do you want to portray well, that? that's the other part that I don't like is mm -hmm. that let's say when they do think of you as nice in general, they tend to step on you and they'll, they're going to they're gonna push your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So even at work, if somebody thinks that I'm nice, mm -hmm. they're going to think that they can get away with a lot more with me than they could with another person. But therein lies a problem because you're not. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out really fast, especially if you push the boundaries too much, I am not as nice as you think I am, right? Which is almost, an, almost the implication of you're gullible mm -hmm. and I'm not. 
So, so I don't like to be referred to as nice in any way. I'm like I said, I'm a decent guy. I'm not a jerk, and I'm not gonna. I don't talk down to anybody. I like to raise people up. I like to put out positive energy. Just not nice to mm-hmm. me. That's a bad word. It's a four letter bad word. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it a lot, so I'm gonna have to beep these out. <laughs> so when you hear beep, that's uh-huh. me saying nice. <laughs> Like, I wonder what he's saying because yeah. it starts with an N. Well, now you <laughs> have nice. to put one in there. Just <laughs> but no, so, so, um, so yeah, so back to office relationships and affairs, they usually keep it secret. Yeah. Um, that was one of the other statistics that I found in there. Um, now, and we've talked about flings, which implies it multiple times, but what about one time hookups? Is it worse, you mean? <laughs> no. It's like, like, how do you, and I don't know if you, have you known anybody or experienced or anything like that where something happened between you and somebody else, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be like a hookup hookup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you guys made out or mm-hmm. something like that, but then it never, nothing else ever happened after that, uh-huh. right? Like, how do you navigate through that? I don't know, but that's the kind of stuff you hear after that company party the next day. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, like for me, if I had had kind of that scenario with someone one time, I don't think I would think much of it. I don't think it would be weird at work to see that. Like, I don't think I would think anything of it. What, if it was just a one time? Yeah, it was just like a, you know, I made out with some guy after the Christmas party and then nothing more. I don't think that it would be weird to see them or there's any reason for it to be weird because you guys made out i don't know i mean well i don't know but yeah i mean that's that's a really juicy that's some juicy <laughs> gossip right like well and you know it's interesting because i think a lot of that time too just going back to the office party i think that's where again you're 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 working with these people, so mm. there's a certain familiarity that you have yeah and then Add you're adding alcohol. yeah that liquid courage <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> some things will come out for sure. But um, so I was reading a statistic here, and so they were saying that uh, it says almost three in four, so 72%, would participate in an office romance again if given the chance. So after all those scenarios, let's say mm. you made some mistakes, or maybe all of those things happen, three out of four people would say they would still do it again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could see that because I told you I've been in a lot of those. And even though I say like right now, it's like, no, I don't want to ever again. I probably would. I mean, like. Well, and okay, so and I, I've, I've brought up this scenario before with you and I, and I can't remember if we did it on a previous episode or not, but I'll, I'll bring it up again. But let's just say, because I, I did have a friend of mine and uh, the person that they were dating had previously had a relationship at work. I think it was with either a colleague or a, a direct. Mm-hmm. And now that person is dating my friend. And then my friend goes to an office function. So now he's there. Yeah. And he knows that she's been with this guy, mm-hmm. but they're colleagues. Mm-hmm. So they're going to work together. Yeah. And she's obviously has to keep on going to work. That would be kind of awkward. Yeah. Because it don't happen before. They got together. Yeah. So this happened before that relationship. But still, how would you feel if that was the situation? If you were dating a guy and the guy was like, you went to a company function and he's like, hey, just FYI, 
me and Karen over here, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we used to date for, you know, six months or whatever, you know, or even if he was just a fling, I yeah. don't know what would be worse, whether it was just a fling, like we had a fling for a while and, but we still work together. It'd probably be the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> like how would I feel going to that function? Knowing yeah. That? Would that be uncomfortable for you? Maybe a little bit, but I don't think I would think too much of it because everybody's going to have their pat. Like, you know what I mean? There's nothing you can do yeah, about it. Yeah, but you got to see them. That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, but you I can't be them. that judgmental because I've dated people from work. So that could have happened to me very easily. Mm. So like, I don't think that I, but yeah, it's not like I would love it. I'd be like, yay, he's dated four <laughs> women here. But like, you know, we're all adults. It happens. Are we? Because I feel like a child sometimes. <laughs> So I got some uh, interesting statistics based on this stuff that I found on the internet or whatever. Uh But essentially it says, uh, have you ever felt attracted to a coworker? So out of the people that they surveyed, 89% said yes. That's a lot. Yeah. That's nine out of 10 people say, yes, I've been attracted to Does it say like how many people you work with? Like what if it's like a place where there's only three people working there? Then well, it would be. Yeah. And so that's an interesting thing. So apparently office relationships happen more when it's less people. So 11 to 50 employees mm. has a higher rate at 63% rate of office relationships. Yeah, because you're probably interacting with the small amount of people mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. But it's only slightly less, right? Mm. So for with uh, companies with a thousand or more employees, it's 50%. I would imagine that that would have been the other way around, but mm. but maybe it's because they have so many people that there's like turnover and stuff. Maybe that's... Yeah. A bunch of new people to look at. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then uh, the other statistics is, uh, have you ever dated a coworker? And 58% of people that they interviewed said yes. Again, that's quite a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And you got to wonder about the other 42%. Uh What are they doing? Yeah, what's going on there? (laughs) Like, why are they getting no play? (laughs) Or maybe they don't want to. Maybe they're like, no, this is, even though though they haven't done it before, they probably know it's a bad idea. Right. so then they have another thing where they were talking about office romances and making it official or not. 75% of the respondents try to keep their relationship a secret from mm-hmm. other coworkers. Yeah. So I think that's regardless of whether or not it's working or not. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like they just want to keep it a secret, which seems so odd. What if you try to keep it a secret, but then eventually you guys get married? Like <laughs> at that point, do you be like, hey, cat's everybody, out of the bag. Yeah. we've been dating for five years and now we're getting married. So we both need to take off for this week. Like that would be funny. Yeah. And by the way, she's got a bun in the oven. So <laughs> that's also mine. <laughs> no, it's interesting. But you know what? Here's another interesting fact about that. It says 82% of the time others eventually find out. Yeah. Because you just need to tell one person or one person needs to see you. So I'll I'll give you another instance where that happened. So in another, when I was younger and I was like 17 or 18 and I worked in an auto uh, parts store. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I remember the, you know, because you have different schedules in the morning and the nighttime Mm -hmm. or whatever. And there was, I had two bosses. I had a manager and the assistant manager manager was a guy and the assistant manager was a female or whatever. And she was really smart. Like she was really good. Like she knew all her auto parts. Like she like, could go out there and like fix things and like mm-hmm. better than me. I didn't, I couldn't do any of that stuff. But I remember there was one time they scheduled and they would always schedule themselves in the morning, which is odd. 
<laughs> because you only need one manager to right. open up and then you need another one to close. Right. And I always thought that was weird because sometimes they would ask me to close. And I'm like, why are you asking me to close? Like, don't you have a yeah. an assistant manager for this? You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't be somebody of authority? Because I'm just a cashier. But yeah. okay, sure. But I do remember one time they scheduled me early in the morning. I got there. They were in the back, as always, and I was in the front getting all my stuff ready, blah, 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 blah. It was the one and only time I ever ran a crash register, by the way. But I remember I walked back there and I saw them, like, kissing and they saw me and they, like, got away from one another oh really gosh. fast. Yeah. And that's how I knew. Now, the thing about that one was I met his wife and his wife was very, she was something else. In I don't a good know what way her, or bad way. Well, I don't know what her, what her real name was, but... uh she went by Boo. <laughs> okay. Boo was not having it. She, she, I think she suspected at some point because she would stop by unexpectedly mm. just out of the blue and say, where is he at? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's oh. like, he's supposed to be here. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know what to tell you. He's not here. <laughs> so I, it sounds like you need to have a conversation with your whatever. And so, yeah. And again, I would have never suspected it from her because she was very straight laced. She had kids. She was married, and mm-hmm. the, he was married, and there was nothing to, um, there was nothing that that you could see that anything was going on. Yeah, like they were pretty good about it. Almost now that I think about it, it were almost uh, they made it a point not to interact very much, mm-hmm. and that also kind of gave it away. Yeah, I think that it's really <laughs> hard to hide that. I think most people would know. And I mean, I would love for my scenario, I would love to go back and ask those people if they knew that I had a relationship because I mean, (laughs) in my eyes, it's like, we did good. We kept it a secret, but yeah, if I talk to them again, I wonder if they were like, Oh yeah, we knew like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like, duh, you were talking about this fake person's name. Like we knew. Exactly. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, offices, they they always make up stuff and they have rumors or whatever. Mm. Um, so a couple other just quick statistics. Um, and they started asking people, surveying people, and they said, what was the nature of your romantic, ro- romantic relationship? 33% said they formed a regular relationship, which means went somewhere outside of it. It wasn't uh-huh. just a fling. Uh, 31% they dated for a while. Mm. I don't know what a while means, but a while. 21% said it was just a, a few hookups. Mm-hmm. Good for them. And then 14% uh, said they slept together once and that was it. And so, so, um, and then there's another one on here that says women are more likely than men to get a serious about office romances. So 72% of women said they dated office crush long term. Mm -hmm. 59% of men said they did the same thing. That's weird. That's interesting. (laughs) So... Yeah, okay, and I'll give you this last one. So they were doing it by generation. So they had baby boomers, Gen X, and millennials. Uh-huh. Turns out baby boomers did it 69% of the time. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> yep. Uh, Gen Xers, 50 per- 56%, uh-huh. and millennials, 44%. So we've learned it's a bad idea, and we're go- as the generations go, we're learning not to do it as much. <laughs> yeah, I think, that's, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. What about, like, like maybe now, like, because we have online dating before the internet, like all of that stuff, maybe it's just because now we have other options. I mean, we talk about it, maybe not organically, but now we have like the dating app. So it's easier to find someone outside of work as a back then, where would you meet someone? I think there was also this thing where, um, 
and I can only imagine because I know millennials, they get a lot of crap for a bunch of stuff and some of the stuff wasn't all bad, but there was also, you can't do what you did maybe 20 or 30 or 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. You can't do in the workplace anymore. Yeah, like dating your secretary back then. If no, well, you know, if you found out it was you, fine, now you you get could. But the 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 problem is, like, if somebody's harassing you mm -hmm. back then, there really wasn't much you could right. do. It's just like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, or I don't know what you want us to do, or mm -hmm. whatever. Go you find know, another job. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. They they almost shamed people. It was yeah. like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't wear skirts like that, or whatever mm -hmm. nonsense that they would say, right? So it wasn't as as it is now, right? And yeah. we learned over time that, like, yes, office romances do happen, but people get harassed as well. Yeah. And so there was, I think what ended up happening for the millennial guys <laughs> when they were like, we can't do that? Like, nobody. <laughs> Those days are gone. Yeah. The boomers messed it up for you. <laughs> they were already married when they were doing Gen Xers. Nobody cared. They got married and they got divorced. <laughs> They'll be fine. But you guys know you're mm. not allowed to do that. So I think that's what's happened now. Um, and who knows? I don't know. Maybe it might change eventually again too. But yeah. So yeah. office romances. So do you want to solicit office romances? Yeah, maybe uh, not the affair part because that, that's sad. No, I don't, no, not yeah, the affair But part. like if you had maybe, I don't know, something funny that happened or maybe you had a bad experience mm. and you want to tell us, we want to hear from you guys and yeah, yeah, email us, let us know. And, yeah. and uh, here's the thing, 214 at gmail.com. Yeah. And so. we'll follow us on Facebook if you'd like. We yes. got a Facebook page and Absolutely. We'd love for you to tell a friend if you like the show, spread the word. S spread you heard, the gospel. You heard. <laughs> and don't date your coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's a really good conversation. I yeah. learned a lot. And um yeah, not to date your coworkers at the end of the day. Just go on to <laughs> dating apps. Yeah. It's easier, it's safer. <laughs> but but anyways, good conversation. Yeah. Thank you much. Thank you. Right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.